everyone. It's April, and Tony and I are here again this week um, to talk with Veronica. And also, um, you know, we do our little pet updates because some of you are interested in the progress of my little ones and Tony's little ones. Well, this week, a lot has happened, and I could probably talk for two hours <laughs> about what's happened with pets. But I'm only going to talk about one incident because we do want to get to Veronica. Um, I have three little dogs. Um, two are Chihuahua, and one is a little Minpin. The min, one Minpin and the Chihuahua, it's uh, Nellie and Biddy. And then recently, you know the story of Marple who broke her leg, that whole thing. So I have three Chihuahuas. They get along fine. They're fi- I took them this week to get their nails trimmed because they all have black nails. And I had an incident one time where I cut a dog's nail and it bled all over the place because I cut it down too far. And it was because I couldn't see it because it was a black one. So now I have like a thing about it. I can't do it. So I took them in and I did it one at a time because I wanted them to have one-on-one time with me because it's usually the three of them and me. And they're always fighting for like me, 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 me when they go to get picked up. So the first one I took was Miss Marple, who... I have to really watch her. I put her on a leash. I had her vest on her because she's the Houdini. She's the one that likes to run away. Virtually impossible for her to get away from me. I took her in, and she was a good girl the whole time. I wasn't sure how she was going to act. She was a very good girl. She's usually pretty quiet. So we get back in the car, and I said, you know, I bet you've never had a cup cup from Starbucks. That's where they put a little cup, and they put whipped cream in it. So I said, you know, I'll go get you a pup cup. Now, I get back in the car, and I put this pup cup down, and Marple my, my looks at me like, what's that? And so I said, well, honey, it's, it's whipped cream. I'll, you know, It's evil. I don't want it. Get it away from me. So this was another one of those incidents where she just doesn't have experience with getting treats and fun stuff. So I took my finger, and I put a dab on the tip of her nose and started to drive home. The little light bulb went off again. Her eyes got real big, and she's like, where's that cup? So I pulled over into a parking lot and let her eat her pup cup. She was ecstatic. She she licked the cup after it was all gone for like a half hour afterwards. So the next day I took Biddy, who also got a pup cup. She's had them before, so she wasn't too thrilled about it, but she did have some. And then today I took Miss Nellie in, and Miss Nellie, we call her Nervous Nellie because she's high-anxiety lady all the time, and took her in. She gave the groomer a little bit of a hard time. So she, she She's talkative. She likes to, um, Nellie likes to talk to you about life. And so she's talking a mile a minute to this poor groomer who's trying to get her nails done. And we get back in the car, and she just kind of goes, and I, she's, and I was almost feeling like, where's the pup cup? Because the other two told her about the pup cup. I just knew it. So I said, well, we're going to go through the drive-thru today because it's pretty windy and it's cold and you guys are always in the warm house. So I had a little coat on her and everything. But So we went through the drive-thru. She went crazy. I couldn't drive and have her do the pop cup at the same time. So again, I pulled into a parking lot and let her enjoy it. She she went nuts. I mean, it was just so cute to see this. Um, They're so appreciative dogs. And then she she finished it, and then she crawled in my lap and tried to crawl up me, and she was looking my face. I'm like, oh, my God, my heart. He's still my heart. So, anyways, it was get the puppy's nails done this week. I mean, no big tragedies. Uh, we've had snow, hail, sleet, 
and high winds, 50-mile-an-hour winds this week, which I have a million stories about that. <laughs> but, you know, we made it through. Everybody's safe. Everybody's warm. And Guinness even went out in the rain to do his business. And he was looking up at the sky, and he was barking like he was telling the sky to stop stop raining. And he's doing so magnificently, I can't even begin to tell you. He's eating, he's drinking, he's doing his thing. And he's, most importantly, he's being snarky with the other dogs and cats. I mean, he always wants to tell everybody off. So I'm a happy camper this week. Tony, how are your babies? Hello? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm here, honey. Oh, there you are. Okay. Yes, we're having... A little bit of work done in our bathroom, so there's a little noise in the background. But anyway, um, everything is good here, and the kids are all fine, and nothing bad to report. Knock on wood. That's so wonderful. Knock on wood, really. Really, really, because it can change in a heartbeat. This is true. But I did have one story. Where our front door, you know, uh, had a tendency to fly open. It only happened once to me, and then it, that was like two years ago. So, you know, I'm real careful about closing the door. So the next thing, uh, last week, uh, my niece didn't close the door right away or hard enough. Door flew open. I went nuts. Where's Q? Where's Q? I was a crazy woman. But she was in the house. Next day, I was at the locksmith. I got a deadbolt, and I got a new lock. <laughs> when Talk it involves your animals, it's always overkill. <laughs> well, I tell everyone, it takes one second to lose something you love. One second. So, yeah. that's my story. Yes, I so agree. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go get Veronica. And uh, talk to our, our lovely guest this week. Well, I'd love to. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Um, yeah, we have wind. We have snow. We have a storm coming tomorrow if you live on the East Coast. And, you know, like Boston area, even Maine. Um, but I'm hoping it's not going to be too bad. But anyway, we've got great questions. I encourage you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com, and that's I-N-N-E-R whispersradio.com. Are you there, Veronica? Mm, Yes, we are. Good day to you. Good day to you. Our first question is coming from Victoria. My hope is that those who I love will be there when I cross over. Can I expect to meet those personalities as how I have known them? Thinking about the eternal space is linear. You have to start thinking that you're going to be more than just who you are as well. And you will have a complete understanding. Um, They will and you will speak to each other, greet each other, and care for each other in just about any manner that you wish. Um, that you can be yourself that you were in this lifetime or maybe in another lifetime. Those These people could have been in other lifetimes with you too. So yes, you will know them. Yes, you will remember that linear and you're going to remember all their other linears and your other linears. 
So it's not just that one meeting. It's a meeting of all of the experiences that you've had, but certainly the one that had just occurred that you're coming from would be at the forefront. So, yes, you would know them as they are, and you would also know them eternally anymore. All right, our next question is coming from Diane. So often I read and I hear about forgiveness. What is your definition of the word? Hmm. Forgiveness is being kind and compassionate to others. It means if there has been an incident that caused you to be hurt, or angered, giving forgiveness to others is actually you letting go of the energy of it so that you can continue on and not be, you know, tarnished by it. Letting go is equal to forgiveness. Now, we're not saying forget, because sometimes things are said and done that they seem unforgivable. But the incident, you remember it, you don't forget, and you act accordingly by that, but forgiving is letting go of all of the negative energy inside of you and gives you peace of mind. Forgiveness is something that is good for both parties. We'd say being kind and compassionate that way is a must, especially in the world you're all living in right now. Forgiveness would be a wonderful advocate to bring to the table here. Okay, our next question, coming from Deborah. When we are in spirit form, can we feel the sense of touch? You'll probably remember it more because in the spirit world, there is no physicality. Everything is, you know, without form. You can take a form, but the physicality of linear reality is something that is truly a gift. To be able to, you know, rub your fingers together and touch it or touch the smoothness of a tabletop, that is all something that you remember and you can move into it in that memory. But to be able to sit down and touch something is a product of the linear. So that's why a lot of individuals like to come into the reality because of that sense of touch. The senses are something that you remember, you do utilize them, but you don't, quote, feel them. And that is why many incarnate, because the denseness of it offers the high-quality sensing of it as well, the touch of it, the smell of it, the taste of it. All of that is very linear action, and a lot of it is only available in the physical linear reality. All right, our next question comes from Jackie. Can you gain another trust back after breaking it? Mm. Trust, we think, is the most valuable commodity in just about any reality. Trust is is something that oftentimes has a lot of fragility to it. And if you break trust for someone, it can be repaired, but there will be a scar, you know, the memory of the scar upon it. It's up to each of the individuals involved not to let that scar spill over into building the trust back. 
It can be built back, but in some cases, it could take a very long time. It's so it's important to put a great value upon trust because once it's broken, it's always going to have a little bit, you know, different feel to it. But it can be built back, but it would take a very long time. And repetitive motion of being able to be trusted. You would always have to present it first. Okay, Veronica, that was our last question. If you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. All right. Okay. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our show today. Um, thank you, Victoria, Diane, Deborah, and Jackie for writing in. And so I encourage all of you to write in to innerwhispersradio.com. Don't be shy. Write in, and we'll try to get your question on the air as soon as we can. Are you there, Veronica? Yes, we are. Okay. So here we are again, gathered together to have a little talk about life in general. We think it's really important for all of you to bold as you move through your reality. When choices are presented, when opportunities are presented, it's really important to go towards them with energy. Now, we realize that a lot of you are lacking in confidence in yourself. And moving forward to be bold might be something you go, oh, God, I wouldn't want to do that. But that is something you have to really work on. Work on the fact that you are good at what you do. You are attractive. You are all of the things that you're aspiring to be. But you have to have the confidence to move forward with it boldly. And we know there's a lot of you, just about every one of you, actually, have had a moment of opportunity or something, and you were maybe lackadaisical, or you were a little afraid of it, or you decided, ooh, I don't think I could do that. You know, you're questioning yourself. We say that you've got to eliminate those fearful tendencies and lack of confidence. You've got to try to ignore it and take that step boldly forward. We realize that's scary for some of you, but so much can be gained by being bold when opportunity presents itself. It's very important. That line, be bold. Decide within yourself that you're also going to work on your confidence. Work on creating some opportunistic moments where you can build your confidence. And also, it's really important to build confidence in others. Build it in your children. Build it in your friends. Build it in your husband, your wife, brother, sister. Help build confidence in other people because that energy always circles around and comes back. And then maybe you'll have help building yours. But it's really important. Present it and go for it. Be confident. And if you're not confident, then you should start taking steps to build that confidence. And a good way to do it, as we said, start helping others build their confidence because it is reciprocal. It can go back and forth. So be bold when opportunity presents itself as sort of the statement of the day or the week. All right. Thank you, Veronica. That was a beautiful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. We'll be back with you next week with more questions. Until then, bye-bye.